Hello. All right, it's recording time. Yeah, thanks for that. Fucking hell. All right. G'day, lads. How are we? Not too bad. How good are you? Yeah, not too bad. It's good to get everyone together. Kira, <laughs> you're over there in the States at the moment. How is it over there, mate? Yeah, not bad, man, but I'm not a fan of that Bears jumper, bro. <laughs> Take that shit off, man. Where are you at the moment? <laughs> Who's the best? <laughs> DC. Bears DC, Chicago, are they ready for, are they ready for Boston know, or what? Nah, man, these guys are slow motion. Maryland hasn't even legalized betting, but uh, Virginia's, Virginia's doing well. Perfect, good to hear. Well, essentially, obviously, you know, we've had a fair mm. few people go through the free course now. Um, thought we'd do this to just, you know, yeah. chat a bit of shit and, uh, or a bit of banter, should we say, maybe cut that out. Chat a bit of banter and just discuss, you know, how we've come here, why we're doing all this, um, and, you know, how we've got to where we are. So, obviously, we'll just start off with, you know, how, how we've got here. Maybe start with JP little explanation about how you've got here and we'll just work through it that way, I guess. All right, so where do I start? I don't even know. Um, I was always very mathematically minded. I was a bit of a nerdy kid. Without being a book nerd, I was very, like, alternative. Like, I'd find weird stats with numbers, watching the footy as a kid. That then developed into me being – I used to write down footy scores, cricket scores, just stupid shit that, like, no one else would do. Um I guess that's my. But he failed. He, fa- he, fa- he, he, fa- he failed so many subjects. Though, so I don't think no, I didn't fail. That. That's wrong. I didn't fail any subjects. I would do well. Uh, no, shit house on. I did badly what on. He was doing. That's why it was a teacher. I do badly on. Um, yeah, correct. It was always a teacher's fault. I did badly on like mid year and stuff, and then or like during the semester, and then end of year I'd, I'd, I'd smash it. And Kira always used to be like, "How does this guy get it?" Anyway, beyond the point. Um, halfway through high school. Um, I decided to start selling soft drink cans. That was my first kind of, I don't know, business thing I that I started doing. Yeah, I don't remember that. A bit that, cheaper but, than um, the canteen, so. Yeah, it was selling them for a dollar. This canteen was like dollar fifty or $2. Yeah, I reckon. Um, and then did that for about a year or so. Kiro used to buy it every day as well. He <laughs> used to fund my um, pocket money, so thanks for that. Sunkist, I reckon. But um, yeah, that yeah. lasted about a year and then someone dobbed me in. But essentially, I think that idea came from the fact that my dad was a very, very hard worker, started from scratch, worked his ass off, came from nothing overseas. Um, him and my mum basically uh, were very successful people um, and are very successful people, but they started from nothing. And that's the key. I always saw how people like worked hard. Um, and then obviously coming out of high school, went and studied osteo, studied that for five years and in about my fourth year um i discovered what we now know as obviously match betting um but prior to that kira and i used to gamble a lot not like losing a lot of money but we used to gamble frequently every week doing multis parlays um chasing that big payout that everyone wants to get and then we're like fuck this like a couple of times i had like two big losses i think like i lost like a thousand dollars on on two different Occasion, Saints wasn't um, probably when I only had like, yeah, the Saints I reckon against Essendon, both, yeah, and then the Saints yeah, Frio when top. Ross Lyon, <laughs> Fr- Frio, uh, Ross Lyon rested all the players against uh, Frio in the last round against, and back then I probably could have got out of that situation. Yeah, oh, so I backed Frio. Yeah, and then they rested all right. the blokes. It was it was like Cosy, Jason Blake, Jordan's no. last game. Yeah, yeah, okay, so the other way around. Anyway, I, I probably could have hedged that back then, but obviously didn't know that um, and lost another thousand there. So that from that point, I was like, like obviously this doesn't work and you learn the hard way. Um, and then obviously we, we started doing this for the last seven years, fast forward, 
And then last year, obviously, Kira and I decided to basically make the Hustler Squad and build a community around this stuff and, and help people. Um, so without going into too much detail, that's my story. Yeah, no, I love you. Pretty boring. I'm sure that, that uh, yeah, some of the people that have you know, gone through the course and listened to, to your voice for uh, you know 60 or 70 minutes uh, over the last six videos would yeah like to probably get a bit more of a backstory on you, which is nice. Kira, you want to maybe just like a little brief explanation of how you're here and why you're in the States? Yeah, I think it's a similar story eh? like uh, to what JP was talking about in that you know, I grew up in a migrant family where like you know, every dollar was you know, hard earned and you know, meant a lot. And I think just growing up, I was just looking for alternative ways to make money and just hustle. I think I was a bit different to JP in that I was, you know, I did some illegal stuff in terms of, you know, scalping concert tickets. Mm -hmm. I remember I used to like buy Frank Ocean, like <laughs> Drake tickets and like sell them for like three, three times uh, the price, which is, you know, it is illegal, but I was, I was just looking for a way to make money. I'm sure people do shit that's illegal along the way. You didn't harm anyone, yeah. so it's not in the world. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I think just having that mindset, I think as JP said, is really important. Just uh, being hardworking and looking for ways to make money on the side, well, I think was really key. And you know, long t long story short, it led to us uh, creating the Hustle Squad um, based on the strategies that you know we learned over the years uh, in terms of match betting. And I think while we're here in the USA, I think the picture here on the slide like sums it up really well. Like, you know, we're here to help people out. Like, you know, in basketball, you assist and you know somebody else scores, right? So we're here to be the people who are assisting, like Dwayne Wade is here in the picture. To help out the you know the people in America um, make money from match betting because it's just quite uh, an opportune time. I don't think it's there's a better opportunity right now in the world to make you know sort of money that you can match betting. And America is just you know it's a it's a landmine I think right now. So 100%. yeah, we're look, we're looking to do that here in the here in the states. We're here to build a community, and we've done so in Australia. You know, thousands of people are already part of the hustler community. Looking to you know expand that squad here in America, and yeah, we're excited, man. I think we're as excited as you, as you, as you, the moustache you're going <laughs> My moustache is going along nicely for November. I don't know if that's a thing in, in the US, but it's a pretty big thing here in uh, in Australia. And uh, yeah, got a few mates going yeah. to Mo. We've raised over 10 grand, which is the most we've done in the last four years. So um, yeah, for, for nice. a good cause. Help him out, guys. Whoever's listening <laughs> to this, help him out. Yeah. Take USD. I'll <laughs> be... Abby, you Tom, how did you, how, how did you, I know you, you come on later on, but like, how did you sort of get into match betting and what does, what does it mean to yeah, you? Yeah, well, the first time I ever came across uh, match betting was definitely later in my betting career or however you want to say it, than definitely you guys. Um, I was in some like betting groups and punting groups and, you know, was trying to do what every other mug punter was trying to do or degenerate punter and, you know, do those like $10 to $1,000 challenges or whatever. And through doing some of those, yeah. <laughs> ended up, you know, coming across a couple of people that were a lot smarter than most of the other people and were doing match betting. And yeah. I actually initially paid someone to do match betting on my behalf for a couple of my accounts. And after they did that, I went back into the accounts and looked through the bets that they placed and how it was all working. And then basically discovered match betting through seeing somebody else do it on a couple of my accounts. Then I started doing it on my own yeah. um, and then used to work at Masnod College uh, in the sport department. JP was there as well um, and had a conversation with I didn't really know JP very well at all at the time, even though he was a couple of year levels above me at school, as were you, obviously. But yeah, had a discussion about, you know, hey, mate, I know that you're into your betting stuff. Um, I'd seen something on Facebook or whatever, and I asked him, you know, I do something yeah. like this. Is this, you know, is this something that you do or something you're aware of? And he's like, yeah, bro, like I do this like grand scale and 
then he talked me talked to me about you know some of the uh, some of the grand schemes that yourself and JP um, are going into <laughs> something like the, the first goal scorer promo JP never uh, fails to, to bring that one up so that's something that sticks in my mind that's the best and yeah. then yeah it's basically just gone from there um, now you know five years later maybe doing it on and off paid for a lot of holidays um, paid for my car did, you know did a lot of cool things just from having this money on the side I was still working and doing university etc but yeah it was a great way to have money on the side and then yeah a couple of years later ended up teaming up with a couple of other guys that we know, a couple of other smart, you know, data guys and building a, you know, a promotional betting horse racing service called Trumpy's Tips, which has been running now publicly for yeah. 12 months. Um, the name, obviously, thanks to you, Kiro, you came up with that one at the time. <laughs> and that's been going... Uh, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not politically affiliated. Oh, it has been absolutely nothing Trumpy was uh, causing a ruckus yeah. at the time. Yeah, so smart smart marketing. Guys on the service, yeah. but that's been going yeah. really well. Like we've got 250 paid subscribers. We've been going for 12 months, just under 400 units profit. You know, it's been really exciting and helping people and getting people to change the way that they bet. Although it's different to what you guys have been doing at Hustler Australia, it's, you know, does still work very well hand in hand and yeah, we've been able to change the way people bet, change the way people think and, you know, make people a lot of money, which is pretty rewarding. And I'm sure you guys can say the same for Hustler. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to seeing that expand to america hopefully in the near future i think it's a great yeah. service and you're changing lives with that it'll be an interesting one to see if you can do something similar in the states um but obviously the unknown of, of promotions especially around horse racing is something that i guess we're just gonna have to wait and see what they give um but yeah yeah it'd be hard to explain to you know people in the u.s um how, <clears throat> how massive horse racing industry is in australia maybe compared to the u.s they would do obviously have you know big races but you know Horse racing in Australia is yeah. huge. Yeah, I think I, I just I just I've just skipped to this slide because I think it, you, it's a perfect segue. You know, Tom. You know, we call, we call you the prophet. It's like it's sort of an inside <laughs> joke, but you know, a lot a lot of the hustlers say the same thing. And I think just I just want you to talk a bit more about you know Trumpy's tips and the service and you know why it's been so successful and sort of you know the the stories you've heard uh, from the people you're helping out there and sort of the way the way it's changed your view on betting and, you know, how you leverage sports betting to live, you know, the lifestyle you're living currently. For sure. Well, yeah. Well, the biggest thing, like I was just saying, is that the, the, it's, it's pretty hard to explain that the betting landscape just in general in Australia, like it's, it's quite, it's quite bad, obviously. Um, I, I, I can't think of any of my friends, mates, uncles, anyone that hasn't placed a bet or doesn't have a betting account. So yeah. to put in perspective, obviously people that are listening yeah. now are from the US, that, that would seem ridiculous or you know, a different world, but that's what it is in Australia. Everyone, like everyone bets. It's just, I don't know why, that's just the culture, right? So everyone's betting, horse racing's on every single day of the week. There are major carnivals in every state, you know, year round, it's huge, right? So because of that, the bookies are very greedy in Australia and have, you know, all these horse promos that allow us to have a massive edge in the market. We obviously have to have ways in which we can identify how to find horses, but using that coupled with the massive edge that the promos are given to us from the bookies, you know, it gives us a huge advantage in a way to make profit. And I think something that it, it's great for, you know, everyday punters that come across us and then realize that they can be betting, you know, they can change the way that they bet. They can still get the thrill of, you know, everyone's betting for a thrill, whether, you know, whatever they say, they're looking for the thrill, the adrenaline rush of riding a horse. They get all those things, but, yeah. you know, we teach them how to manage their bankroll, how to, you know, bet with an edge, how to, 
not gamble your bonuses away, for example, and all these things that people learn, you know, we have heaps of messages that, you know, you've changed the way that I bet I was gone from losing $200 every Saturday to, you know, worst case scenario, breaking even, or, you know, now I'm profiting off you guys. And to hear things like that, it's really nice to know that what you're doing is getting through to people. So obviously we can't make profit every week. It's not possible, but you know, for these people that were losing two, 300 bucks every Saturday, if they go from that to, you know, breaking even, but still betting into as many races or, you know, profiting every month from our service, you know, it's pretty rewarding and um, it's just nice to see, you know, I'm sure you guys have some great um, testimonials as well with regards to Hustler and, you know, people waking up essentially yeah. to how crook bookies are or sports books as people in the US call them and, you know, how there's such an advantage to, to know how to bet and do it properly and, you know, make coin without fucking blowing your life savings or, you know, becoming addicted. So I guess that's where it started and why we wanted to do it and why it's been so successful, especially here in Australia. Yeah, I'll just add to exactly. that in regards to the um, thing you said about, uh, one, the fact that they're losing and then they start winning. Um, people might see, okay, you might make someone 300 a week, for example, on average for their unit size. But if that person was coming from minus 200 every week, they're now up 500, not up 300. So you're not only saving the money, but also making the money, but that gap is not, yeah, as I said, it's 500, not 300. But then as well as that, you've now psychologically changed their headspace to think, okay, well, I can't actually win the way I was doing it. I need to follow a structure or a system. Otherwise, I'm literally not going to win because the bookies and all the sports books have that mathematical advantage where they cannot lose. Um, and in Australia, because it's so accessible on your phones, online, it's been legal for since forever, mm. not like the States now where it's just becoming legal. Um, hopefully, we're probably going to see the same thing in the States now with like the problems that's that so we see so. in Australia. It's it's just going to happen. Like it, You can't stop it. But that's why, obviously, we want to come across and, and get the nail on the head quick to help as many people as possible before they learn the hard way and, and lose their life savings yeah. or their paycheck every week. So, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to put that in there. And you can't really put a value on that psychological change. Because if you're stuck in that headspace of, oh, shit, I'm going to beat the bookies, I'm going to hit a big parlay, I'm going to put one bet on and go all in on the favorite to double my money or chase my losses. Once you're in that headspace, dangerous. until you learn the hard way, you're never going to get out of it, and it can become very addictive. Um, and, yeah, it's, well, it's something exciting. that needs Making to change. Money exciting. That's why, it's, that's why they, these guys make so much money, because they set it up that's and awesome. make it so addictive. And the way that they yeah. build the apps and the promos, just, you just want to keep yep. going back. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just a dopamine. It's, 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 it's a, it's a dopamine Correct. hit, right? Yeah. It's like it's with psychology. Anything you get addicted yep. to is just they know they're triggering that dopamine chemical in your brain that you know becomes a cycle and makes you want to bet. But uh, I think that's wise words from the professor. Uh, to inside <laughs> joke, you know, we call him the, we call him the professor for those who are who've watched Money Heist. He's sort of the brains behind uh, the project. But not just besides that, he's uh, I think a great teacher, uh, and he's he's the voice you'll hear in the Platinum Squad and some of the other course videos. You know, teaching the topics, but. I just, JP, I, you know, we call you the professor, not the inside joke, but I think quickly just elaborating on the psychology, just for those listening. I know you, you touched on it in a few videos, but I think that's something really important that you touched on just then. You want to elaborate on that, like, you know, why psychology is so important to making money long term, not just in, through match betting, just through investing in general. Yeah, so a problem with, especially males, um, it's, it's a good stereotype and an accurate one to suggest that males are more likely to gamble than females. Um, Generally, I think it is a cultural thing as well as like probably a genetic DNA thing. Like it's almost innate in our 
nature to to want out to want to go and, and do this. Like back in the I don't know the sto- I don't even know how long, but eight million, thousands of years ago, right? People would would sit there and bet on on people dying in in like fighting and, and whatever. Like it's it's just there. It's been in our DNA forever. So yeah, it's fine to do it, um, but I guess. If you can still do it, but then obviously not cost yourself money, not ruin your life, fantastic, do it. But now, once you actually have that psychological change and you start thinking about the long term, everyone and majority of males, young ones especially, are thinking like right here, today, tomorrow, next week, if they're lucky. No one's, or not many people are thinking like next month, 12 months, five, uh, five years. Um, and that's yeah. where once you do start thinking about the longer term, you'll start to see your decisions will change. And it's almost like playing chess. Like you need to think like four or five moves ahead to be a good chess player. The person thinking about the next move is not the person that's going to win the chess match. You've got to think further ahead. And it can be related back to your system, Tom. Um, You said before that you you can't win every week. Um, And I I see in your chats and obviously I I pump your service through our community and and they're, they're closely linked because your service makes money but going back to the sustainability side of things and thinking long-term again, if you're just trying to make money, you'll get your accounts banned and then you can't follow your service. So that's where the long-term thinking can also be related back to that. Um, and a lot of people will, I guess, get frustrated. You might have one losing day. And obviously in the whole scheme of things, your graph is, is going up. It's almost looking like the SP 500, like literally looks the same. <laughs> um, no matter what, it just keeps going up. Um, but yeah, that people will unfortunately jump off because they're expected to win every single day because their mindset's just fixed on the short term. And until they fix and change that mindset to long term, they're never going to be successful. This can obviously be related to anything, whether you're investing in crypto, stocks, whatever. You need to think long term yeah. um, because if you don't, you're going to, to stuff it up. It's inevitable. So I guess psychology is the downfall mm-hmm. of even the, the most – the, the genius investors in the world. You could have the number one best trading system or the best fucking whatever. If your psychology is ruined, all it takes is one bad day for you to make a stupid decision and then you're done. Um, so yeah. I guess that is what um, I kind of reiterate that's, that, that psychology. That, that's, that's why it's called the professor, guys. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I'm just a normal person. I, I've learned the hard way. Like It probably sound like it's really intelligent and whatever, but it's come from learning like, making stupid errors myself like i didn't yeah. magically wake up and, and know all this information like i'm not a genius like i lost thousands of dollars doing the wrong stuff and unfortunately or fortunately you need to lose to win and to learn how to win so as exactly. we say you exactly. either win or you learn um if you lose and then you just sulk there and don't learn anything then there's no point like well, what are you doing but um even it's, the most successful people in the world 99.5 percent of them are coming from big stuff ups at one point in their life. So. I, was, I was just about to say that it's just, it's just the money paradox, right? Like yeah. people think like you, just, you can just make money by, you know, working hard and whatnot and not learning, not learning the hard way. But if most majority of people have, you know, lost money uh, yeah. to then again, make money. Right. So and yeah. that's, that's just the money paradox. Like you, to make money, you need to lose money in the, in the beginning. And I think we've all learned the hard way. And, you know, that's why we, we're teaching our experiences through this course. Right. And, and, People, a lot of people say, oh, you know, why you make a course? Like, why are you teaching us how to yeah. make money when you can just make money all yourselves? But what people don't realize is match betting, I say this a lot, is actually a, po- a positive sum game, you know? So what I mean by positive sum game is that if I'm making money, that doesn't mean somebody else is losing besides the sports book. So JP, Tom, are not going to lose because I'm making money. Like, yeah. whereas in other things, you know, if you're playing at the casino, you're playing poker, 
if I make money, Tom and JP will lose money. Whereas in match betting, we can all make money at the same time because at the end of the day, we're make, taking money off the sports book. It's a positive yep. sum game. It's just changing your mindset to thinking that way. And that's why we've built a community, right? Because we want everyone to leverage off each other's knowledge, their, the lessons they're learning, because at the end of the day, we can all then make more money. And it's why we call yep. it a hustler squad, right? Because we're trying to build a squad and a community of people, of hustlers who have that mentality and also developing the right you know, mindset, mindset that JP has talk, uh, spoken about. That's the best part yeah. about just the that, community is yeah. that, you know, if, for example, like if just called like us three a community, right? And I'm, and I'm doing my match betting and then I discover, you know, a new promo or a new way to, to make money. I, I could then go JP Kuro. Like, I, I think I've worked this out. You know, can you guys check this for me? Can you guys test this for me? Is this working for you as well? And if it does, like you said, like just because I'm making money, it doesn't stop you guys from making money. And then when you start making money yeah. or confirm that, you know, that, that method is going to keep making money, we all just make more money. Like nobody yeah. loses in that scenario. And that's why the community is so good. Cause I've seen that happen a couple of times in your chats, you know, a couple of people come in there and go, guys, I think I've yeah. worked out this, you know, this parlay system or whatever, do, you know, do you guys reckon this will work? And then you go through a bit of back testing or whatever, or try it a couple of times. And it's like, yeah, mate, I, that does work. And then, you know, everyone has the course exactly. and now they have this, you know, another way to make money just yeah. purely from being involved and being surrounded by those people. Yeah. Power of association yeah, exactly. is very, another one that you can't put a value on. And subconsciously, when you're surrounding yourself with this community, you don't even know what's happening. Like even in your chats, you have like at this point in time, like what, 930 in a free chat and like, you've only got like 250 subs compared to all those people in there. But those people that aren't in that sub, they're, they're then associating themselves with people who are winning and automatically they're more likely to start winning as opposed to going to hang around with their mates on the weekend who are losing. Once you start hanging around with people who are doing the same stuff you're doing and, and starting to think different and helping each other, then automatically that's that's what you end up being. It's just how the world works, how how um, that stuff works. So, yeah, community is very underrated. And like you said, if you do it by yourself, no one's going to tell you if you make a mistake. Like you might be, you, you might do something wrong and then your account's banned. So you can't get that account back. Mm -hmm. Whereas someone else might be a guinea pig for you, unfortunately for them, but you've learned from them and people are making mistakes. Like we've had to be the guinea pigs for you. We've gone and lost thousands of dollars, so you don't have to make those mistakes. So it's like, okay, well, you could go do this on your own and go make the same mistakes as we did. Or you could go through this and we are going to make this so that you don't make those mistakes and less likely to make those mistakes um, and save you money in, in, in the long term or save you whatever. Um, you get I think that's you get a great point as well. Um, I have seen a lot of times in your chats and stuff, you know, oh, some of the stuff you're teaching, I can just, you know, Google it or find it on YouTube. And it's like, yeah, some of the stuff that you guys are teaching, you can find on YouTube, but other stuff you can't. And there aren't people out there telling you all the mistakes and, you know, tips or tricks that you, you've, you've worked out over the years from making the mistakes. They can teach you the basics or whatever. But the other thing is, like, fundamentally, you put all of your knowledge, all of your time, all of your money-making ability into a course that is structured, you know, it progresses through how, uh, you know, it would be best for you to progress through because you've done it all, right? And yeah. once you've done it all, you've then put it into this course that explains from if you've never, ever placed a bet before to then, you know, potentially being, you know, the next JP or the next Kuro. Like like you said, you guys aren't smarter than everybody else, but you've just done it all and you've put it all in a course. And that's what I think the best yeah. thing about this is, is that obviously, you know, we're not sitting here saying well, we're smarter than everybody else, but we are saying that we have done 
a lot more than most other people have, especially in this space. And that's why yeah, the correct. course we've put together, it's, it's just packed full of knowledge, packed full of ways to make money. And yeah, I think that's what's super, super valuable about it all. Yes, but a hundred percent agree with Knowledge that. and experience I'll, I'll, is uh, something that you can't um, put a value on.